0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Overthinking. I'm your host, Apelele. And this week, I've got two special, special guests. And, you know, the conversation is going to be a bit interesting. It's a bit different. And hopefully, you know, it's going to be something you guys can take away from. Unfortunately, like I said in the previous episode, that Spumelele, my co-host, is still unavailable. But, you know, we've got to keep it going, keep it flowing. Like that water. water. So anyway, I'm going (laughs) to give my guests, my two guests, an opportunity to introduce themselves. And we're hoping to wow you.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Akuma and what else should
0: I add? Should, should, what should
1: happened to what Snapchat? Me? No filter. Wow, that was a joke. That was during the mic test, <laughs> but uh, we were playing around earlier uh, with the mic check and I was just like introducing myself. I was like, yo, my name is Akuma, Snapchat no filter. Snapchat no filter. You know? <laughs> <Next> <laughs> but time. yeah, like it's just Akuma, guys. Like, I'm joking. <laughs> Go for it, Michael.
2: Hi everyone.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh hi guys, my name is Leborg. Okay. And yeah, i don't have Snapchat. So <laughs> Neither do I. Oh, is it?
1: It's a thing. don't
2: you know that? <laughs> no, I don't know it. Wow. Snapchat.
1: What's, it's like it? black black boy, no pimple,
2: fine boy, no pimple. Snapchat like things like no that. Film, so. wow, uh, no, I'm I'm ancient, you know <laughs> ancestors. Expose. So it's problem, problem. <laughs>
3: problem
2: this thing. But yeah, uh, otherwise. That's my short intro. I'll do I'll do my normal intro, but that's not for here. Either.
0: It's not for here. Not I, here, not I, here I don't here. know. I don't know about
2: your, your audience. <laughs> they might not hear me.
0: Um. So. Obviously, uh, the way we start every episode is I just want to take an opportunity to say thank you to everyone that listens to this show. It it truly, truly is nothing without you guys. The love and support that I've been getting from you guys is amazing. Keep the comments coming. Keep the tweets coming. Um, I do try my best to respond to as many tweets as I can. Obviously, like you do, you guys do know that um, this is a podcast by a university student and y'all bitches know that this is the final year and I'm almost out. But but hey, whoo them mm. um, so yeah you guys know that it does get busy and I know I have we haven't been the most consistent but you know life just be that way sometimes so anyway this week this topic is what's next and by what's next I mean you know we're talking about how when you start your university career obviously now all, all the 90s babies are in their 20s and you know the show is actually all for y'all mm. so um, quite a lot of us have already are uh, Quite a lot of us are working, some of us are still trying to, you know, finish that last stretch through university and you know to move on to the next stage of life. So yeah. today my guests have crossed that bridge, yeah. have gone and seen the promised land, and are now back. They well, ain't no <laughs> promised land. Wow. <laughs> guys. no promised land. It's leads. <laughs> it's <lips. laughs> So yeah, that's that's what we're talking about this week. And I guess to just start off the conversation is your guys' thoughts, experience, um so what happens after that big day, that big graduation, university journeys come to an end, and now everyone's celebrating, what happens next?
1: Well, for, for us, actually, um, because of that Fees Must Fall um, protests and all of that yeah. stuff, we ended up not having our graduation days on, like in December. We ended mm-hmm. up having our graduation day on, in April, and that was after like four months of being at yeah, work, at work. Okay, you I know, see, see. so, but anyways um i mean i guess like your last exam is basically like your internalized graduation because i remember i like when i didn't get the call because you know when you do your last like um oral examination and then like you have to wait if you don't get a call by 5 p.m that means that you've passed (laughs) yo i remember that time like i was losing my mind my friend had to like distract me she's like no let's go to kokoawa let's like let's just go and do something and i was just like guys i feel like i failed it's late (laughs) i've failed it's over yeah and then i checked my uh my uh inbox Mm -hmm. like my uct inbox and he's like Okay guys Like if you didn't get an email Then it, I mean if you didn't get a call Then it means you have passed And yo I remember Ooh. dropping to the floor And I was like Yo Thank you <laughs> lord Like you I was is. so excited Yes And I called my mom I was like Ma Like it's done Like it's oh done my, it's, oh This man. is the final Like you don't have to pay For my fees anymore <laughs> Literally I'm financially independent I'm ah, done get, well, get, get Yeah well again. She actually didn't pay For my fees I had like a bursary But she oh, used to hi. like Send me like money And stuff But like, yo guys i was so excited yeah yeah that like the feels were real guys during exact during graduation i think the excitement had died down by that time okay, okay. um because I was, I was already in the working field i was like okay i'm working now yeah. but i was just like oh should i even go to graduation but the graduation situation was more so for my parents yeah, than okay. myself okay. because it's it's Sort of like to give them an opportunity to celebrate what they have achieved yeah. because, yeah. like, it's not just your achievement, but they raised a being from like zero, from and zero boss, up and until being. yes, and they, yeah. and they invested and they did a lot. So it was their time to sort of like um, show off and mm. celebrate and graduate. So it wasn't just my graduation, it was my parents' graduation as True. well and i decided to honor them by having that graduation and luckily for me they didn't have to pay for anything when i came here because i was already working so i paid for my own accommodation (laughs) flew in early saw a few of my friends and then i had my own outfit i think the the outfit i wore like it was a gift from my aunt so she took me shopping for just as a graduation present and then i got the outfit from her so The feels only started when I was inside the hall, guys. I was like, because at first I was just like nonchalant, okay, graduation, graduation. And then everything hit me. I was like, yo, the cries, the late nights, the like cross nights, the stresses, all all of it it came back. And and all of that brought me to this moment of me sitting here in this hall and they're about to call my name. And yeah, everything, I was just very emotional. And my mom was also very emotional. Mm. Um, mm. And yeah, it was it was just it was a surreal moment, really.
2: True, true. I think I think um, something you touched on is that call season, bruh.
0: Yeah.
2: We call it call season. <laughs> so basically, after the exam, yeah. there's two hours, or two hours and then minutes where Damn. they could call you and tell you that you failed. Mm. yeah, literally. So in that time, mm. you, you, you you just there, you, know you just it. there. I remember uh, I got home, I sat on my bed and I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie and distract myself. Sure. <laughs> and then because I have clown friends, <laughs> one of them called me. Oh. <laughs> I froze, bruh. I got that call and I froze. You know, your phone is here on your laptop. Yeah. you just there like, okay, I'm watching this movie. I don't remember what I was watching. Yeah. But my phone started vibrating. And I also vibrated. <laughs> I was like, really? I looked, it's a number, it's not like an 0 mm. like a Cape Town number, which they normally call with.
3: Mm.
2: I pick up, this guy's like, hey, Mujita, how are you? <laughs> I was like, bro, you need to, to hang up this phone right now, because it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, bro, th- that guy got me. <clears throat> yeah, I can even still feel the chills. <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it was a serious moment. And then after that, ah, we, we did oath-taking and all yeah. those other things. It didn't click. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't take that okay, I think the only time I realized like okay this is this is real
0: yeah.
2: it's when um I think it's when I went I went to work for the
0: first, day. The first day.
2: oh no that was that that was that that was one of those days because we started um we started on the third because <laughs> the first was on a Sunday, so the second was also a holiday, holiday yeah. we started on the third get to a man's it's like hot. Yeah. I'm wearing a suit, bruh. I'm showing up. <laughs> I am showing up wearing a suit. I'm there like yeah, yeah. and everyone's looking at me like who's this ancient man? She didn't know because obviously you look like this, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> who's this old person?
0: Yeah.
2: Get there and then the way they treat you as an adult mm. made it okay. It, it made like made me realize like okay now we've grown now we, yeah, we from can. from maybe the, the, the previous month where you were still struggling with exams and doing mm, all these things mm. to the following month when everything just snaps and you are in another yeah. realm, you see. So that was, I think that was the, the moment of realizing, okay, okay, we're here now. We're here. We're here now. And then, yeah, just that lifestyle, bruh. I feel like the lifestyle also changes because now um, they say you're a out. <laughs> when you're a bad person. Oh yeah, but, you have
1: yeah. like your your, your taste your mm, just like yeah, yeah. takes up a notch.
2: When when <laughs> now people call you to, to ask you do you want the credit card? And, mm,
1: uh,
2: yeah. mm, mm, um mm, mm. Never got a call like this before
1: (laughs) I swear though Like these people Like for me That first month of working I got an email from BMW And they had this like new SU. I don't know if it was like the X3 or the X5 Whatever And they had it in red I'm like first of all How do you know my favorite color is red? One Two Where did they get my email? Three How do they know Like I can Like I'm working And I can possibly afford this So I'm just like Like Mad, mad. who gives out our information like and it was just like what i realized is that as soon as i started working like everyone wants your money yeah like mm. everyone
2: not to be salty but you mm. like
1: everyone wants your money like insurance companies these exactly. like um what is it what is it this tier pyramid scheme oh, people yeah. like yeah. old mutual konke konke. Everyone,
2: everyone and
1: i really had to exercise my right of just saying no.
0: Nope. no the whole it time was, yes <laughs> the whole no. time the whole or, time or
1: sometimes just like having to listen to a person just speak throughout the time and i'm, I'm literally like mamela like i'm going to listen to what you're saying but i'm i'm mm. not gonna i'm not
2: a buyer. i'm not
1: gonna take I'm not, yeah. buying I'm, gonna it. I'm
2: not buying anything
1: yeah and that's what my mom told me actually when we were driving to because i did my community service in queenstown mm-hmm. And my mom, like on the way there, she was driving, she's like, okay, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Mm. Like you did, you've done me proud and all of that. Everything went smoothly. You didn't struggle to get work. Wah, 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 wah. Now I want to warn you in that, okay, now that you're working, like you shouldn't, like, be um, too mm. like, yes, you're working, but... You have to sort of like be smart Yes, you have to be smart with your money Don't fall into peer pressure Because you're going to see a lot of other people That Mm -hmm. are just like Mm -hmm. blowing money Like there's no tomorrow Like Mm -hmm. you be the smart person that you are Take responsibility for your finances Spend them responsibly. Like responsibly, sorry And you just keep in mind that everyone wants your money. The only thing that you need in your first year of work is medical aid Ha! Nothing else mm, and yeah. even in medical aid if you decide to go and study the next year or whatever you can end it And you won't have problems having to like um, Like long processes of mm, cancelling or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So that's literally the only thing that you it's need. It's not a
2: long-term investment Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so Like
2: a car, So <clears like throat> a house exactly. know, feels, feels. So, yeah.
0: so um, so, for, my, for the people listening now, so, so now we have this listener who's sitting there and thinking to himself, okay, I start work tomorrow. My first job, post grad, I just graduated. Um, I, I don't know when, when the American grad cycle is, is because, ironically enough, the US of A are my biggest population listens. Interesting. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the stats were like 56% of my Whoa, listeners are just insane. in the US. Levels. Appreciate you guys. Mad love. Keep listening. Wow. Um, so, so now, for the, for all the, for the overthinker, I was sitting there thinking, okay, like you said, now I'm going into work, so many people want your money, you haven't even started working, yes. you've got bags offering in you, credit cards, you've got all these people trying to pull your money, pull your money, and you need to be smart. But when, you, when you're telling, how do, you, how do you put that message across to someone who's had nothing for the longest time, mm-hmm. and now, now they have so much, and mm-hmm. that now you've got money, You've gone your whole life without them. you've probably say even struggled through university, mm. university and you've got this money, you've got all these people telling you that you know what, uh, for a premium of say two thousand or three thousand, whatever, without a deposit, mm. you can have a car. Mm. No hassle or quote unquote, no hassle. We all know that there's fine printing. Mm. there's always, there's always mm. fine printing. Mm. And and like you touch on peer pressure, like how do you how do you tell what do you tell the listener who's thinking to themselves, you know what? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the person that's gonna blow my money. But also at the same time, I've had nothing for so long that I I want to enjoy it.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: that's that's a tricky one. Eh? Mm. Um, mainly because in that first year you don't know how to deal with money. Yeah. I feel like um the jump from from university to working. Mm makes it difficult for you to handle a lot of money. Especially mm. if you haven't had training. Mm. See, mm. if you if you grow up privileged, mm. you probably had large sums of money mm. coming your way and then you've been mm. using it smart, mm. quote unquote, you see. But if you've never, if you've been struggling with that day to day, I need to borrow meat yeah. so I can bring it back and eat the soup type, wow. you know? I feel like the jump makes the money um, too much to handle, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, oh, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle, mm-hmm. like a serious, serious struggle. You see a lot of us making commitments that we we never, like, we, we don't foresee how this is gonna affect you in the next three years. Cause mm-hmm. in your first year, you don't what you just want, you just mm-hmm. want the car, mm-hmm. or you just wanna live in that nice apartment, whatnot, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in the next three years when you have been having this money, it's no longer that wow for you you're, mm. But now you still have that commitment to mm. pay back mm. whatever for the next, I don't know, three another three years mm. it, It's too much Yeah, It's too much
1: Okay, so for me, I feel like it's quite relative I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie So it's dependent on definitely like what People had said the family. But you mm. said you mentioned that if you come from a family that's like disadvantaged, right? Yeah. You never had all of that that you had. So, okay, so I didn't introduce myself in like what I studied, right? So mm. I studied audiology, right? And so mm. how it's structured in that, <laughs> like, once you graduate, we get placed. We don't even apply for work. Like, well, we do apply for a hospital, but we don't go for interviews and all yeah. of that stuff. We get placed. So it's a cured job, basically. Mm. You go there, you work and, um, and what else? Yeah. And then depending on what region, mm-hmm. usually the people that are in the metropole, they usually have to get their own accommodation. But if you're in a semi rural or rural or mm-hmm. any kind of like township, res- like area in your placement mm-hmm. hospital, like that, you can usually get accommodation and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's literally dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap, right? Mm-hmm. So for someone that comes from a disadvantaged family and you're in the health sciences faculty, you're actually quite in a comfortable space to be in. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like you are because everything has been given for you. The only thing that you need to do is sort of like sort out your family and yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where the skill comes in, in terms of like um, managing that raw money that you have right now, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So the thing is, Right. Um, I had this conversation actually earlier this year in terms of like managing your money when you come in, when you're a younger professional. Mm-hmm. And so it depends, like if you if your family depends on you, you need to do what is needed for your family, get that life cover, get that funeral plan, get mm-hmm. that medical aid. Those are the three things that are important for me because i lived at a house i live okay for the first three months i lived inside the hospital i didn't Mm. need a car Mm, like i'm in the premises i don't need a car Mm. also when i moved out i was pretty much i think i was like a k away from the hospital so i could walk in the mornings like 10 minute walk to the Mm. hospital in the morning Mm. i still didn't need a car Mm. also Mm. the shops and whatnot if i needed something I could walk there. literally the whole time. It's a small town. You yeah. can literally walk everywhere. So yeah. I walked there. But then the thing is, now it comes when it's sort of like a thing of, um, I don't know, pride, yeah. ego. True. 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 You see your peers ha- buying other BMWs after the third month of working sure. yeah. or buying, yeah. like, I don't know, just a car in yeah, general. Yeah, like, there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with buying a car, but you really have to be realistic in mm-hmm. how you manage your money you know that your family is struggling back home and mm-hmm. you are the breadwinner at the moment so buying a bmw mm-hmm. is not gonna Solid be touch. it's not gonna help mm-hmm. the situation it's only gonna put you in more debt Yeah. Right. and those car dealerships and whatnot they don't care about you all they care about is your money mm-hmm. so you really have to be smart and put yourself first right mm-hmm. so for me i saw a lot of this happening in the hospital where pe- my peers were buying a lot of cars and then they would literally have a pie in their face when they have to return the car like mm. after two or three like it gets re what is it re- repossessed. repossessed and that's the, even more embarrassing like imagine than anything you
2: bought it thinking okay pride and all that mm. now re- taking it back mm-hmm. literally shuts it like, even worse it yeah it shuts exactly. your whole pride why put yourself in a situation where you feel like at the end, there's a very likely uh, possibility that it might go? Because mm. another thing is that we did ComServe, right? Mm. But the following year is not guaranteed. Yeah. That's yeah. where you have to market. Mm. But, and we never got taught how to, how to market ourselves as professionals. You thought, okay, I'm going to work at this hospital. When I finish ComServe, they will absorb me into be, uh, to be a permanent staff. Mm. Mm. It doesn't happen so often. Mm. only a few people who work in the rural areas where there's no professional
1: Mm. and no one really wants to go there anyway yeah yeah, yeah.
2: so you get there but if you're working in the city and all that most likely they'll be like okay your contract ends on the last day of the of the year Mm. and unfortunately we release you Mm. and then the following year you look for a job for the next six months the mm. color the most of the time car dealerships will give you two to three months mm. to that okay we won't won't ask for the money mm. in your next three months after you leave work after mm. you finish con, uh, your concept yeah but after that they start asking for that money back
0: mm. you
2: see mm. and then if you don't have it most likely they're gonna come and take your car mm. and mm. that's where everything
1: yeah it really does so now because i'm a health professional like Mm. those are the things that i need to consider and i'm not gonna lie my family might have their own things they have their own car they have everything they worked They pensioned. like they Mm. they have they are sorted out so the only responsibility i had was for myself yeah right Mm. and i was very fortunate enough because growing up like the person that i am i used to save a lot so the first month i blew it i'm not gonna lie first paycheck (laughs) i blew it but even then i struggled because i've never i'm not used to having that amount of money to begin with you know but as you get used to the money like your interests actually mature with your money and then you sort of like like quote-unquote you have expensive taste in things you know know? but even then like i was very responsible and i still saved a lot more especially Mm. because i wanted to still come back and do my masters Mm -hmm. so i i saved a lot that year Mm -hmm. now if you're someone that's in the corporate like other degrees the way you have to look for work you have to pay for your own you have to buy up i mean not pay rent and all of that then like it's a different ball game like you have to really be responsible for your money don't fall into peer pressure like those people are not going to be there when you're actually struggling they're not going to help you Perfect. with mm-hmm. the installments yeah. and all of that stuff so don't be actually trying to impress people that don't care about you at all the people mm-hmm. that do care about you they care about your well-being and your health and money issues like are stressful they can yeah, they yeah, can really much. like rip you apart so you have to be really really smart like that's my advice to you just be really smart about your money to be honest yeah.
0: um and you guys already actually touched up on like uh while, while you guys are talking i kept getting questions and fortunately you guys already kind of spoke to them mm. um so kind of maybe i guess the second last question i want to ask is you spoke about family you spoke about money mm. And you know, there's probably a listener uh, sitting listening to this thing and thinking to themselves, you know what? I have gone my whole entire university career surviving off of two thousand rand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Twenty thousand rand is going to be easy for me to spend. Like it's it's going to be so much money that I won't need to use at all. Like I'll still survive on on two thousand rand. And obviously, you know, once you start working, you actually realize that that's not the case.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Money, money, money's the biggest lie. Money can come and go so quickly. Mm -hmm. But the one question i want to ask you guys is how how if at all did you guys navigate this very very tense thing that is family and money mm. you know uh, uh, because like you said like money money mm. brings with it a lot of issues and in, in my my personal experience and in my experience more money a lot of people, more problems more money more problems <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um is you know in south africa we joke about it and we say it's we call it black tax mm. it's a thing mm. of now that you have money and then all of a sudden this all these distant family members who you know Re-appear. who start reappearing on some okay you know your family i need you to borrow me money i know you got money i need you to borrow me money or i need you to give me money you know help me out no because i helped you out that one time when you were two like when you were five years old and i bought you that like one pencil you know you know <laughs> things that have, you don't even remember <laughs> things you don't even remember yeah so how do you how do you guys if at all, how did you navigate them? Or if you haven't, like, how how would you think you would have mm. and would tell mm. the listener who's sitting there thinking to himself, you're, you know, I've got all these things.
2: I think, I think for me, it's, it's, it's it's too close to home, eh? Mm. Yeah, mm. because now, um... First, I have nine siblings, bro mm. There's gang. Mm. Squad <laughs> deep, you yeah, know. It's a busy, eh? <laughs> no, bruh, listen, listen, we're out here. But now, um... So when you have nine siblings and I'm the second from mm. the top, so uh, there's only my older sister, me, my younger brother, those are the three that's working mm. You see, mm. at that time. Mm. They're, they're working. The rest, mm. school, crash, mm. all these things. So you you think that, okay, it will, your focus should be um, mm. trying to get the, the, the nine siblings in your family to mm. just raise their standard of living just a bit Mm -hmm. you're not being dramatic now you didn't win the lot or anything Mm -hmm. like that you Mm -hmm. just want to if you feel like okay um something like this wasn't treasured when i was growing up Mm -hmm. then i might want to do something fancier Mm -hmm. or something i'll focus on this i'll do Mm -hmm. this and that um but you don't your your immediate family is not your only family yeah so now you have uh cousins you have um you have distant relative you not so distant relative <laughs> but you wish like they could be different <laughs> could be. thanks man listen yeah. so when that money came in i think my one problem was um you you, you kind of become the elder now yeah. in the family so mm-hmm. when there are things that have that need to happen they consult you mm-hmm. in the notion that you're going to contribute something towards that thing mm-hmm. before this you just get a call this is happening Mm. so Mm. there's this happening come through we're gonna have fun or Mm. there's this happening we need to speak to the ancestors Mm. you know but now they would negotiate before the event say hey so we want to do this Mm. we would need a cow or we would need a sheep or we would need to travel to a different province what not what not and then in those negotiations that's where the whole money thing is discussed Mm. and then Mm. you feel like you are you're kind of being pressured into being also Mm. responsible for the whole thing Mm. and then there are people who've been working for years who kind of pull back Mm. so Mm. if uh, if you are listening i'm throwing shade (laughs) sorry i'm throwing shade (laughs) but yeah so like that who 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 were in that whole situation and i think my thing was uh my father is very strict Mm. so he was there like listen my guy it's gonna get even difficult, more difficult. Mm. As soon as you you start working, getting that paycheck every month, you do it once, you have to do it forever. So whatever Mm. you do, try to do something you'll be able to maintain. Mm. If you want to contribute this amount, know that this amount will kind of be expected from you, Mm. and therefore you need to be able to maintain it. Mm. So if it's a lot, just say you don't have it, Mm. or say you have this amount, you Mm. see so um my contribution became the, the 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 bare minimum that i could afford mm. and that i was comfortable mm. contributing mm. so i think as a person you just need to have that okay i'm gonna stick to this yeah. before it gets too complex
1: and you really touched on a good point there like your when you said your dad like if you contribute a certain amount of money be consistent with it mm. right mm. because like yes there's black tests but there's also opportunists in the family like people that are just like oh that say like can you give me like 5k for this and he's just <laughs> gonna go and drink it do you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so there's like like as much as your family like they can be responsible but they can also be trouble as well Too because much. okay for me i my mom she was the one that carried that load of black tax because Mm. as soon as she she started she finished working um oh she was studying actually she was studying and working at the same time as a Mm. teacher um and even through then like while she was working she paid money she put her her siblings through school Mm -hmm. um so she really carried that load right and she came from like a rural house and all of that stuff and they prioritized education a lot and my mom Mm. took it very seriously so she really just um, mm. took responsibility for her siblings and supported them, bought them clothes, did all of that, right? Mm. And then mm. also we came now, and then while she was studying as well, because she even did a post-grad, mm. Mm. and honours, and then we we came along, and then basically mm. my, my mom, my mom was just like, alone. I think my mom was just like a superhero. So yeah. like I was just, yeah. she was a bit yeah. yeah, so she carried that load. So we didn't have to, we were like the next generation, so mm. I, we didn't have to carry that load. Mm. But... If I was in that situation Like I know at the moment now we're renovating But my mom is pretty much doing everything anything, Right yeah. and I know that if this year Like if my mom still needed help with anything I would have easily just been like Mama how much do you need then mm. This is how much gotcha. I, can, I can contribute Nancy, Imali. Yeah. Now I don't need to do that Like all I need to do If it's a mother's day I'm like okay let's go to the shop What do you want yeah. and then she would be like Oh no like no don't, you don't have to spend I'm like just pick what you want I know you like PJs there's that gown that you want And all <laughs> Uh, and and yeah. was like yo you gotta spend this much money guys i swear when i did that with Mother's day i didn't even look at the price tag. i was like just take it nature and then Ba-ba. i literally guys all i did i closed my eyes while i was swiping my card <laughs> i was just like di, 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 di. and then <laughs> and then i put I, I still don't know the price tag for that thing even mm. now guys. Okay? Mm, i really mm, don't mm, but mm. i bought it 11. for yes yeah, I so so i went to a conference earlier like it was a A medical conference in Joburg, and we talked about black tax Mm. and Mm. dealing with like families. Sometimes they can really sort of like suck you dry, Dry, you know, to a point where you can't even make a living for yourself. Mm. So and they sometimes they feel entitled to your money (laughs) and it is your money you know, I, th- I think maybe I might be just like the plain devil's advocate <laughs> here but guys, like at the end of the day it's, it's your, is money. your money, it's your money. Yeah. and you decide, so when it comes to black tats it, it, it's actually like a, a financial decision, you have yeah. to plan it and be like, sit down with your family immediate family and be like, listen here this is how much I can contribute and this Mm. is what I'm going to do and stick to that Mm. because, yeah, because Mm. if you don't do that, then people are going to be calling out different types of money from everywhere and everywhere. And you're going to be ending up spending more money than that you can even, that you can't even afford. So I think that's a way of navigating, especially people that come from a very disadvantaged family. Like the family can be very cruel and, Mm. and Mm. feel very entitled and even just be, I remember there's this one guy he was even a student because mm-hmm. he had nRF they thought that he had money and they're like how are you lying you have money and they stopped giving him like allowance for mm-hmm. food so he had to like work because they didn't believe him like it Imagine. was actually so sad guys mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. family can be very cruel guys like so you have to look out for yourself at the end of the day as well but don't don't be stingy but also yeah,
2: just yeah. Be, yeah. If I think eventually you will have like the money yeah. to play around with. Mm. But hey, money is a serious topic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, more money, it's more a, profits. It's a very serious topic, and other people will always feel like um, if I speak to him mm. before the month ends, mm. or if I speak to him in advance, he'll be able to put me in the, his budget. Mm. No, I always thought uh, one of my uncle was the most stingy. He's still the same guy. Mm-hmm. Very stingy, like he's an accountant, so i always gave him the benefit of i think he knows about money so much that he doesn't play around with Mm -hmm. but yeah no but i think he's also stingy (laughs) 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 it's very stingy that guy but uh, seeing him um, do the same logic of being this guy who says i'm gonna give you this amount and this is what i'm sticking to so basically budget for people who are going to come for a certain money. Mm. Money that you are comfortable yourself letting go, go, you Mm. know? Because if you don't budget for it as well, it's going to sting when you don't see it anymore. You think, Mm. okay, Mm. in my account, Mm. I have 4,000. And Mm. someone comes says, you know what? I just need 150 to do this. You're like, ah, what is what I have Mm. (laughs) 4,000. Another person, at the end of like two weeks, you realize you just gave out 700 and you didn't see it because it came out in small pieces, in small pieces you see mm. but if you had said okay my limit is 400 mm. this is what i'm i'm gonna spend on family mm. you see immediate family okay this is my contribution to black debt but this is the money i put aside for family who's gonna come and say um my mm-hmm. child broke a school shoe
3: mm.
2: i realized when i started working that my younger siblings these are the, 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 like the the late. The 2000s, <laughs> yeah. so in my, my, my siblings, there's the 90s group in the, the 2000s. 2000s. So the 2000s started also feeling a bit uh, privileged mm. that, okay, brother's going to show up. He's going to do this and that. Mm. So when a school shoe would break, they wouldn't take it to go get fixed. Mm. They want you to replace it mm. mid-year randomly. So in my head, I was like, oh no. You yoke at me for <laughs> You know, so I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I had to also talk to them because I think they didn't understand yeah. that money is a, is a serious thing. Mm. So sitting them down, showing them like, teaching them now, this is the budget, yeah, this is yeah. how I'm using my money. This is the money that's coming to you guys. Mm. However you decide to use it, it's on you. But I'll give it to my mother. Sure. You see? Sure. But also you don't have like the right to go ask and say, but Lebo gave you. Mm. Uh, money for us it's not for you guys mm. this is the person who gave birth to me y'all yeah. just showed up y'all just showed up y'all just yeah. showed up you yeah. see yeah. so i think also conversation it's will important. break uh, the, the whole um, what's this will make the topic easier to pilot okay, when okay. people come to you and you say please don't 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 come to me i don't have mm. people come at time data mm. new phone like things that are not needs mm-hmm. but they're wants, but because you can afford them to them they now become needs like i oh. think i need airtime every month mm-hmm. think I, so yeah i had a lot of conversation with my people especially the immediate and they just
0: after, after the immediate after the immediate i hear you um, i hear you yeah um and so you know as overthinkers as we come to an end i guess guys the, the last question i want to ask you is with with you guys now pursuing uh, post grad studies, mm. um, how does how does life change? Because obviously now we've touched on a little bit of the highs, which in my opinion uh, are mostly the myths about how everything mm. just kind of falls into place. Reality is is unfortunately just a lot more grim. Mm. But um, so now how does how does how does everything change? Because now there's also this added thing of. For for people that aren't fortunate enough to study what we do and have a I guess semi guaranteed job straight mm. after university, mm. they need to go job hunting straight after graduation. Obviously, their experience is different, but a lot of them tend to say, "Oh, you know what? If I pursue postgrad studies, then it'll get easier." Mm. Then then so
2: I'll become a commodity.
0: Yeah, I'll become a commodity, and then then postgrad like working after postgrad is gonna be a lot easier. So I just want to ask you guys quickly, how does how does how does or how did life change, in terms of your, your journey as, as young adults, as young professionals, how does life change from now moving into the working world when you're used to getting those racks and racks and racks, oh, to coming back to the student life, understanding how hard it is to get out the first time?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think for me, no, um, the problem wasn't the money, because yes. I had already psyched myself up that I'm not going to have money the following year. Mm-hmm. So I had planned that after ComSat I, come, I said, come here for two years, I'm going to do masters. Mm-hmm. So, and I would already spoken to family, like, listen, the money's going to be slow and it's not going to come anymore at some point mm. because I'll be focusing on me, mm. just like I did in undergrad. So just be conscious of that and whatnot mm. and whatnot. Um, so the money for me wasn't, it, it, it disappeared. <laughs> listen, the money was gone. <laughs> I felt it maybe for the first six months because yeah. that's when you are you're still new yeah. uh, to this life of not having money anymore. Yeah. But the, the, the most, the, like the change that I felt was the friends that I had. Mm, you see, mm. because now when you leave, you make friends. I make friends quite easily, mm. like quickly as well. Mm. And you make strong bonds with people. Mm. And then when you leave and people in the same hospital decide, okay, I'm going to go work in Cape Town. I'm mm. going to go work in KZN. Then mm. you lose that connection. Mm. Losing those friends and then coming here to a place where most of the people you came with are gone yeah. or are leaving. Mm. So now you have to start over and make friends. You have to, mm. to rekindle some of the spirits that have died <laughs> yeah. on some, hey, it's your boy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, you yeah, And yeah. yeah, that like the social aspect is the one that, um, that is difficult to yeah, just adjust mm. because even a friend of mine uh, did audio as well. Um, went graduated came back it was a year after us she mm. was a year after us she came back and said i feel like a dinosaur around kids bro mm, mm. and i was like i feel you
3: that's mm. very true guys.
2: like she said the conversations that she has with the people that she used to have conversations with mm. it's different mm. the lifestyle they live everything that they're doing i used to do this like a year ago but to me now feels different mm. and i same. Same. I don't want to do it. Mm. Part of me wants to adjust and just get back to that lifestyle, mm. but also I've lived a different one, so mm. I don't want to live this one. Mm. So the social aspect is just too much.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I think for me as well, I had prepared myself that okay, I'm gonna come back to being a student, which is why actually I decided to come back and do this master so soon because you can easily fall complacent. Like, if you have dreams of doing something, especially when it comes to studies, mm. um, once the money starts coming in, you, you just, like, you, you push it back and back and back and just like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do mm. it when I have time. But you never really will have time. Yeah. Like, mm. And the more you get money, you're just like, mm, should I be doing it? Like, I'm so comfortable now. Like, everything is settled. Um, mm. So that is why I sort of, like, had to come back and just do it. Right, mm. so that I can just get it out of the way and then I can just focus on what I want to do, like afterwards, after my mm. post grad and everything like that. Mm. So I came back before I, I fell into that yeah. trap of just being complacent and, and having like a salary and just being comfortable. Mm. Um, because really, there's a saying that says, like, if you stay in your comfort zone, you like will there ever be any growth? You yeah. know, like, so you yeah. really have to challenge yourself. If you have dreams, chase them. And do what you want, man, and too. then the rest will come to follow soon to follow. But anyways, coming back as a student, it was interesting. So it was both like an emotional thing and sort of like a, just a mental thing as well. Yeah. So I had to wrap myself around that. Oh, I'm coming back to uh, to UCT residence. I'm coming back to being a student, and I used to be a worker, and I used to be independent, doing my own thing. Mm. So my mentality was just like i'm here to do my studies i ain't trying to get no friends i ain't trying to do nothing Mm. you know but i mean you make pro friends in the process and Mm. it's i don't know it's 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 nice it's a it's a Mm. it's a nice experience and i enjoy it um but yeah i'm really trying Mm. to wrap myself around like i had friends when i came here like i had friends that do medicine so they were still here but the the next year they weren't here so Mm. yeah I don't know man I think it's all up to you it's how you prepare yourself and how you prepare your your your, your money as well because I applied for a scholarship as well and I mm. got it um, So I was very, yeah Boss. I was just like Boss. so I was I, I had planned like I yeah. planned yeah. thoroughly mm. and if something didn't work out then I had like a backup plan as well for myself so I mm. feel like just preparing for yourself um, in case, just having that in case is, is very, important. very important Yeah, but yeah, it's been a good experience it's been, I've, I, I don't regret it at all true at true. all because i feel like if i did continue just studying i feel like i would have regretted because i applied and then i got accepted and i was like okay since i'm accepted let me just go but yeah. if i applied and i did get accepted. i was like, okay let me just carry on yeah. working but if i got accepted and i still decided to work yo i would have had the biggest regret of my life true. so yeah i think i'm happy with my choice even though it's hard <clears> i'm not gonna lie because you really you miss having a paycheck i'm yeah. not gonna lie but also us being a student as well, we we're not just students. We yes. both work at the same time, so, so we we're not just but, playing around. Yeah, so yeah. like as much as we are students, we still like ah we still need to like work and get something just to keep up our level of experience and just being in that like space of being like a, a worker as well. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's been good. Okay, no, I feel you. Uh, thank you guys so much. You guys, you know, it's been. One hell of an interesting conversation, no lie. Um, so overthinkers, you know, um, you've heard it here firsthand. I'm not gonna say much. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to my two guests. Yo, I, I I I have I I have heard a lot. I have seen a lot. I've been through a fair bit. But you know, your 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 what you guys have shared has has definitely you know changed mindsets. So anyway. Guys, thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys next week in the next episode, and hopefully, it'll be something even greater. Bye,
3: guys. This is special. Extremely special. sixteen It's funny because been on my mind lately, When 16 ain't having enough, a dope enough. beat, a dope idea, 16 bars ain't enough, how the fuck, yeah. can I squeeze my whole life into a 16 bar verse, yeah. you know, so many different levels, when 16 ain't your life, and depict it, with your wordplay, when 16 ain't exactly enough. what life means to you. 16 ain't enough. I know y'all gon' feel me on this one. Gotta feel me on this one. It's funny how things change. Funny how time fly. More than my feet travel, the more that I feel fly. More that I make now, the more that chick smile. She call me a local nigga. I opened the Swiss account. Eisenhower status at a James on the desk. Movies John Coltrane cruising in the Cadillac. Huh. Seville, feel my life on the real We the last boys, so this is a real premiere. Rolling like Mick Jagger, the women just getting better. All I see is the money. Cream, Eric Clapton, all I wanted was one, sixteen ain't enough. Talking that fast money, fifteen every month. When your people label poor, that motivated me more. Everything I ever wore was once worn before. Roll with the punches, now it's box office numbers Dressed like Sammy Davis, steaming my marijuana Double M yeah. double M We in every hood, nigga, government cheese Yachts and yacht masters, old dirty bastard Floor seat for the heat paper that I'm stacking Better put away a penny for the rainy days Pick and roll, give and go, fuck em. Fade away, living like Scotty Pippen Dribble rivers for fiddle Started off with a scribble Now I'm flowing the river say my heart cold I'm naming my son December Whitney died night before the Grammys Damn, what a memory Trump tower when I started with a 10-speed Born broke, had to use a nigga instincts Now I get a hundred racks for the 16 Waking up the turkey, bacon in my thick queen Niggas hating, I'm just watching on the big screen Three stacks on the beat and the kicks me. 16 ain't enough
4: you know how sometimes you got so much to say, but When sixteen ain't enough They, on, they only give me sixteen <laughs> Man, it's like I mean, I got so much to say, you know The world has said, like, so much to me And I just wanna give it right back to them, you know When sixteen ain't enough But I only get sixteen, that's like a cage, you when know When sixteen ain't enough I really can't say what I wanna say You know, it's just a glimpse, that's all Just one, uh, one little single glimpse
3: hey, yeah, yeah.
4: Just a page oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm defeating the purpose Of doing all this talking, Summer I, talk. I saw my 8 8 I was not 8 9 I was at wintertime Oh, never mind. I'm in my room, booming, drawing LL Cool J album covers with Crayolas on construction paper. I'm trying to fuck my neighbor. I'm trying to hook my waves up. I'm trying to pull my grades up to get them saddle lace ups. Before Lamarck was Jacob, before them girls wore makeup, before my voice would break up. Before we tour them shake clubs, before my mama wake up, before my crumbs would cake up, before they tell me they love me and will never break up. Before the time she makes love to someone that I thought was my homeboy, my boy was I wrong now. I don't budge, don't want much, just a roof and a porch, and a push, and a horse, and unfortunately. But of course, an men of tort. Just that score, just the skin. When they enter and true, Dirse, who's tooth, there's did a lousy job. How's he God, if he lets loose let loose on us, that noose on us won't loosen up, but loose enough to juice us up. Make us think we do so much and do it big Like they don't let us win I can't pretend But I do admit it Feel good when uh, the not celebrate Hence why every time We dine we eat Until I belly ache Then go grab the finest wine And drink it like we know Which grape and which region It came from As if we can name them Hint hint it ain't them um, Welch's just Hell just fell 3000 more degrees Cooler y'all can't measure my worth But when you try You'll need a ruler Made by all the Greek gods Because the odds Have always been stacked against me When back's against the wall I feel right at home y'all Sitting right at home All killer green with envy while I'm jelly beans descending into the palm of a child. Looks up at mama and smiles with such a devilish grin. Like what the hell have you been? She's yelling, selling's a sin. Well so is telling young men that selling is a sin if you don't offer new ways to win. A dolphin don't shake his fin regardless if he gets in or out of water. Most important thing for him is to swim and flipper then hold his nose. So why shall I hold my tongue? I miss the days I old and one could hold his gal on his arm and I set off these alarms when camera snap, snap, snaps return. pat, 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 pat. They'll learn why mere privacy's so essential They won't make no laws, i break they law till they see out our window I take the fall to make them all treat humankind more gentle Forsake them all, I hate them all, don't like them, don't pretend to Yeah, something tells me we ain't in Kansas anymore All that shit that used to be cool ain't cool anymore All them women we were pursuing, now they want more And they deserve it all, don't settle for what ain't yours When 16 ain't enough